0: M-A. Main
1: menu. <laughs> Main menu. Main menu. Main menu,
0: main menu.
2: Welcome to main menu for July 8th, 2011. I am Jamie Pauls. This week, a tech update from Chase Crispin, David Tanner concludes his look at DocuScan Plus, and Chase returns to visit with Ricky Inger about all of ZeroTech's cross-platform applications. That's all coming up on this edition. Of Main Menu.
3: Tech Update, a technology news segment heard on ACB Radio's Main Menu and Accessible World's Tech Talk. Hello, Main Menu and Tech Talk. This is Chase Crispin with the Tech Update for the week of July 4th, 2011. Before beginning the Tech Update, I would like to wish a happy 4th of July Independence Day to all American listeners to Tech Update. Alva has announced a new braille display. This one is being distributed in the U.S. as usual by Flying Blind. This is a 40-cell USB braille display that does not have Bluetooth. It just has USB. Because this display just has USB, it is more affordable than some of the other braille displays and is available for less than $3,000. To learn more about the Alva USB, please visit flying-blind.com. For those of you that are Netflix users, you may have become aware in the last couple weeks that the Netflix website is no longer accessible, or no longer as accessible as it was at one time. In order to make Netflix aware of this issue, and to attempt to get the issue resolved, you are being urged to contact Netflix, preferably by phone, and let them know that you are a blind user of Netflix and that their site has become inaccessible. Hopefully in doing so, the Netflix site will once again become accessible. The AT guys are now selling tactile screen protectors for the iPhone 4 and iPhone 3GS. This will apply to the both AT&T and Verizon editions of the iPhone 4. It is not stated if these screen protectors will fit the iPod Touch. These screen protectors come in two different variants depending on how much tactile feedback you want. These screen protectors feature dots in various parts of the screen so that it will be easier to orient yourself to different parts of the screen. To learn more about these screen protectors for the iPhone 4 and 3GS, visit ATGuys.com. The Google Chrome OS, or operating system, which many have thought would be inaccessible, has now become accessible on the Chromebook. This is a tiny computer that gives access to all of Google's online applications. This tiny computer is now accessible with a screen reader called SpeakIt. With SpeakIt, you will be able to access this small computer powered by the Google Chrome OS and all of Google's online applications. To hear a demo about this or to learn more about the accessibility features in this operating system and computer, you can hear an audio demo from Serotalk at serotalk.com Or you can read more about it at fredshead.info. That's F-R-E-D-S-H-E-A-D dot I-N-F-O. Bookshare and HumanWare have just made an announcement for Victor Reader Stream users and users of the HumanWare Companion software. If you upgrade to the latest version of the software by choosing Check for Updates in the Help menu, you will have an option to give the HumanWare Companion software your Bookshare username and password. You will then be able to choose a book to download and search for that book right from within the Humanware Companion software. Once you find the book, you'll press enter on it and it will be downloaded, unzipped, and sent to your Victor Reader stream. This will greatly simplify the process of sending digital talking books from Bookshare.org from your computer over to your Victor Reader stream. MobileSpeak version 5.5 has been released. This is MobileSpeak version 5.5 for Symbian. There is not an update for MobileSpeak for Windows Mobile at this time. The new version of MobileSpeak supports some new phones, gives support for the new Symbian ANA operating system, adds a graphics labeler, and much more. To learn more about MobileSpeak version 5.5 for Symbian or to get it on your Symbian phone, please visit codefactory.es. Level Star and APH have announced their next generation note takers. This is the Orion 18 and the Braille Plus 18. The Braille Plus 18 is the APH name, however they are the same hardware. LevelStar and APH have given a press release. With all the info about the device, you can view this by visiting levelstar.com or APH.org. This device will include 32 gigabytes of internal storage, a 5 megapixel camera for OCR, will be powered by Android 2.3. We also learned about many other features. If you'd like to subscribe to a list for discussion of these new products, you can subscribe by sending a blank email to orion-discuss-request at freelists.org. And you must put the word subscribe in the subject line. HumanWare has announced their new line of brilliant Braille displays, the next generation of these displays. The new displays are more portable, more affordable, and give many new features that you might like if you are looking for a new Braille display. The new models of these Braille displays come in 32, 40, and 80 cells. To learn more about the new brilliant Braille displays from HumanWare, you can visit humanware.com. The final item in tech update this week is something that has been rumored for quite some time and has finally come true this is that verizon wireless in the united states is getting rid of their unlimited data plans verizon is switching to a tiered data system similar to what at t did last year you can now get up to five gigabytes per month however that will cost up to eighty dollars per month if you sign up for a new verizon wireless plan after july 7th 2011 you will have to pick how much data you would like to use if you have a verizon contract Prior to Thursday, July 7th, 2011, you will be grandfathered in and you will be able to keep the unlimited data plan with your current phone and all subsequent upgrades on your account. To learn more about the new Verizon Wireless tiered data system, please visit verizonwireless.com. Before I end this week's Tech Update, I would like to address some feedback that I received that was passed along to me by another member of the main menu team. A listener of Tech Update said that they would like me to give out my email address on air, as some listeners cannot afford to call long distance to call the Tech Update comment line. If this is the case, you may send any Tech Update questions, comments, or anything you would like to see in next week's Tech Update to the following email address. That's chase at acbradio.org. That's C-H-A-S-E at acbradio.org. The Tech Update comment line will still remain active. I welcome any feedback I receive regarding Tech Update, so please feel free to call it into the comment line or email it to chase at acbradio.org at any time. This will conclude the Tech Update for Main Menu and Tech Talk for the week of July 4th, 2011. I'm Chase Crispin. Thank you for listening to this week's Tech Update. If you have any comments or anything you would like to see added to next week's tech update, please call the tech update comment line at 206-337-4383 and be sure to listen into next week's main menu and tech talk.
4: References link. And the next choice down is Braille preferences. Let's see what we have there.
5: Braille preferences. Braille translation table. List English. U.S. Grade 2.
4: All right. 16
5: of 45.
4: And, oh my. Sixth choice, 16 of 45 is U.S. contracted Braille. Let's just see what some of them are here. I'm going to go up. English. U.S.
5: Grade 1. English. U.S. 8. Computer Braille. English. U.S. 6. Computer Braille. English. U.K. Grade 2. Oh, I don't think we want to go there. English. U.S. 6. English. U.S. 8 computer braille English u.s grade one English u.s grade 2 45
4: right. so I'm setting my uh, Braille for English contracted Braille grade 2. us English keep text to speech enabled while a
5: braille display is connected check box check
4: all right and I have a choice of whether I still have speech on me if I'm using Braille or not and there may be times that I wouldn't want speech on I might just want to just use the uh, braille display and not have any uh, speech going okay button and there's my okay Hey System access preferences for braille preferences link and we're going to go down to our next set of preferences here five link font and color preferences and so i could set font and color preferences particularly uh, again if i'm a low vision person uh, i've set my large print preferences and now i may want to come and make some changes in the colors and the fonts so they're easier for me to see six link password manager and password manager and that's the main ones that you'll have or for your docuscan plus the other choices in this menu are more for system access and so we're going to escape out of that docuscan plus one simple scan link and we're Isn't back it? in docuscan plus just quickly All right, let's go ahead now and look at some of our other scanning options. Batch scan. Link. Our second option is batch scan, and I'm going to hit enter to go into batch that. Batch scan. Batch scan.
5: Batch scan allows you to scan several pages of text in one sitting without having to review each page being scanned. This bulk scanning option will then let you save the pages as one single file at any point in the scanning process. Just choose the Scanning Done button, then name your file, and you have several pages already to be reviewed at a later time. DocuScan Plus also supports scanners with automatic document feeders or ADFs for faster scanning of materials continue
4: and so batch scan you're not going to hear the document read to you it's just going to give you the opportunity to scan multiple pages and save them as one document and it gave us an explanation and told us that uh, they do support scanners with a automatic document feeder so you, if you had a scanner like that you could have it uh, just feed papers through and it would just scan page after page until it finished the stack. Alright we are uh, I have a single-page scanner with our little Canon here, and I am on the Continue button, so I'm going to hit the space bar. Scanning the page.
5: Please wait. This may take a minute. Button. Scan next page. And button. it's ready Done. for the scanning. next page. Button. And start I over.
4: have opened the scanner and I'm changing pages. And we'll put it in there. And we should be on the place to scan the next page, but we'll check just for sure. Done scanning button. Start over button. Back to the start. Scan next page.
5: Under scan next page. Scanning the page. Please wait. This may take a minute. Button. Scan next page. Jumping to the end. Start. Back to the start. Scan next page. Alright,
4: we're going to make we made sure this time that we were on the scan next page. And I'm going to flip the page in my book here and put it on the scanner. And I'm not necessarily the fastest in the world at changing pages, uh, but we'll do the best we can here. And spacebar again. Scanning the page. Please wait. This may take a minute.
5: button scan next page button done scanning button start over
4: All right, so that gives you an idea of how you can just scan one page right after next. Uh, There's no reading the document in between. It's just scanning the information in. And then our menu, we have... Done scanning. Scan next page button. Scan next page. Done scanning button. Done scanning. Start over button. And start over. That's all we have. Back to the start. Scan next Done scanning button. And I'm going to take the done scanning button with the spacebar.
5: Document name.
4: Editable text blank. And we're going to say that the document name is batch B A T C H space sample S A
5: M P L E save button and save to this computer only button save as large print to this computer only button. and those
4: are our choices
5: save to this computer o- save button
4: and I'm gonna just choose save and let it just save to the cloud in this case
5: DocuScan Plus scan plus two batch scan link
1: visited
4: all right and it drops me back out to my main menu to batch scan All right, we're going to go ahead now and look at the auto-read scan option. And so let's
0: tab down to that. Auto-read scan. Link. Auto-read scan. Auto-read scan. scan Plus's auto-read option is great for those who want to preview books and printed mail without having the need to edit the pages scanned. You will find buttons for scanning the next page, saving the existing page, and the button for starting over at the bottom of the scanned pages. For even faster scanning and reading, you can press the spacebar to scan the next page while DocuScan Plus is reading what you've already scanned. When you hear two short tones, you'll know that DocuScan Plus is ready for another page. Continue. Alright, and I'm going to hit the spacebar.
4: As you can see, this is basically going to let us scan and read at the same time. And I'm going to hit the spacebar. Scanning the first page, please wait. This may take a minute. And I've changed the deck talk speech since that is the default speech that comes with DocuScan. For the rest of the demo uh, review, that's what
0: we'll be using. Processing the page, please wait. This may take a minute.
4: And basically I've got a little information booklet that came out uh
0: all a few Egan months. savage. Independent Ago? School District uh, here in our schools, ...extraordinary opportunities. ISD191 Community Education. Registration form. Ofh. I use only. No. Name. Street. Address. A. Zin. Lome phone email. Ip11. Laursal period lame. R colon comma dash I rip. 1 period 1 1 apostrophe 1 D4. Cash her. Right parenthesis. Liree no. It's seven thousand and one. One. Mon. Visa. X8. Cardholder signature. Special information needs e.g. A. If. Eleven. Seating. You can find us on the internet. www.community191.org. Sell. You care members may be eligible for a $15 discount on most classes in this catalog. If a class is less than $15, the member may take the class free of charge. UCARE for seniors members are limited to one 15 dollars discount per year. Members must be on UCARE at the time of registration and through the duration of the class S. Members need to include their Care number when registering. All right. Notice and I just when hit you the participate in senior center activity, please page. be aware that the community education department may use the directory information which you supply name, address, phone number, and program data for other purposes within the school district. This directory information is not shared outside of the school district. Credit card information is never shared with anyone. Lost and found. We have a collection of coats, scarves, table runners, glasses and some jewelry. If you are missing something, please give us a call at 952 And if you heard that beep a couple and seconds we ago, that was our lost to tell and found. You, yeah, that we're ready for another page. education. Now accepts Zinri, So I hit the spacebar to read another page. senior center two hundred West Princeville Parkway, Suite one hundred and two, and 2 Princeville, Minnesota five five three three seven. located in the lower level. 200 Princeville Parkway Building, George Tanner, 13213 East Manor BLED, Princeville, Minnesota 55337-2093, 1-111-1-11-11-est 1-11-1, Even Lake Sam, Tuesday, April 12, 2011, 9A.M. to 2P.M, Princeville Senior Center. The best-ever bake sale is just in time for the spring holidays, featuring homemade pies, jellies, pastries, candies, bars, cakes and fruit wraps, breads, breads and rolls, and more. These tasty delights, made by grandmas, grandpas, and their cooking friends, will be waiting just for you. See you at this fundraising event for the Princeville Senior Center. The Checker, a publication for experienced adults. Sponsored by and serving independent school district 191 and the city. Alright, so. pages. It has now
4: scanned four pages. It's read us about a page and a half. And uh, I hit the control key and shut it up. Uh, Because now what I want to do is basically, we don't care really right now to listen to all four pages. Um, But we've got them. We've got them scanned. And now, while it's still recognizing pages in the background, look at what I can do. A publication for
0: experienced adults const the client my down arrow diamond Head education center i can do control right arrow education center 200 west our left arrow 200 center education diamond
4: Head. and or i can just right arrow by myself hi So, I have the document there where I can easily read everything that I've scanned while it's working on additional pages in the background to get those recognized. And then my menu, let's tab
0: here. Scan next page. Save document. But start over. Right for the start. WWW. Scan next page. Button. Okay. If you notice www.community191.org.
4: Link. That's where I'm in the, actually in the document. There's actually um, a place where if I tab, I'm actually. sell You care members may be in the document. Now if I tab once. In this catalog. Scan next page. I'm in button. the button to scan next page. Save document. Save document. Button. Start over. Or start button. over. Save doc- Scan next
0: page. And
4: so I could save document, save document, and that would give me my typical save options uh, that I had before uh, to save it um, to uh, the web or save it to this computer uh, or save it to this computer in large print. And so those are our options and that's how the continuous re-automatic read feature works in DocuScan Plus. Alright, now we're going to take a look at our next scanning option. Scan a PDF file. And that Blank. is scan a PDF file. And I'm going to go ahead and hit enter there. Scan a PDF file. File name. Edit combo box. Blank. Alright, so I don't know the file name. I'm going to go look for it. And so I'm going to tab.
0: Files of type. Drop down list. PDF. Type open. Cancel button. toolbar. Search my documents. Explorer pane. Or oh, 3 documents. Closed. And 16, I am 16. in Windows 7 here. My documents. Closed. Opened.
4: And there's my documents. I hit enter.
0: Folder. Items view. List. My music. My pictures. My videos. System access. Perl Quick Start Guide. PDF. And there's Date my Perl. Uh, and it file. is a PDF file. Size
4: 332 and I'd AP. like to be able Type. to read that. And so
0: I'm going to hit enter. New window. Perlo Portable. Reading camera. Quick start guide. Freedom Scientific Incorporated. December 2010. Freedom Scientific Incorporated. 11,831st Court North St. Petersburg, Florida 33716-1805. USA www.freedomscientific.com. Copyright. Copyright. 2010. Freedom Scientific Incorporated. All rights all reserved. Right. is the trademark of freedom.
4: So I brought that file in and you heard it start reading, which meant it had already started recognizing part of the file, and it started reading it, and you heard the tones, and that told me that it had finished the recognition of the entire document. And now I can sit here and see what my
0: choices are as far as menu choices. Support at free inside button. Right to the start. WW. Jumping to the end. Save document. Button.
4: All right. I've got a choice to save document. And that's my only real choice
0: at this point. So I'm going to hit this space bar. Document name, editable text, blank, save, button, save to this computer only, save as large print, right for the start. Document name, editable text, All right. blank, so
4: document name is going to be Pearl.
0: P-E-A-R-L, camera, space. C-A-M-E-R-A, space, getting started, G-E-T-T-I-N-G, space, S-T-A-R-T-E-D, all right, and then I'm gonna tab, save
4: button, and I'm gonna save it. Uh, so the spacebar here. scan plus four. Scan a PDF file. Link. Visit. All right, and that's basically all there is to the scan PDF. Uh, it's just find the file. Uh, and hit enter, and that will go ahead and recognize it, and then you have your typical save as options. And now let's go down to our next menu choice. Manage documents. And that's manage documents, and I'm going to hit enter on that. Documents can manage documents. Manage documents. One, batch sample. And I'm in a list of documents that I have saved, and there's the batch sample Olympus DM4
0: digital recorder manual.
4: And I had scanned the entire Olympus DM4 uh, digital recorder PDF and there it is. Pearl camera getting started. Link. And there's my Pearl getting started and I'm gonna go ahead and hit enter and open that. Pearl camera getting started.
0: Pearl portable.
4: Reading camera. Quick start guide. And I don't want to read it right now. I want to see what else I can do with it. Uh, because we are in the managing
0: documents and I want to see what we can do. All right. So this tab. W-w support at W-w email document. But I can email the document. Send to Amazon Kindle. I button. could
4: send it to my Amazon Kindle if I had one. Make a Daisy book. Button. I could make a Daisy book. Make an MP3 file. I could button. make an MP3 file. Password protect this document. I could button. password protect the document. Save to this computer. Button. I could save to this computer. Save to this computer as large print. Or I All right. Save as large print. Make a rail file. Button. Or I could choose to make a rail file. Add to this document. Button. Or I could even add to the
0: document. Move this document to another folder. Or Button. move it to another folder. Delete document browse other documents all Link. right Right to the start so we've got Double quite a list of, jumping of the options Delete document there button move this document add to the stack make a rail file save to this computer save to this password protected. make an mp3 file button make a daisy book button and I think what I'm gonna do send to Amazon Kindle make a
4: daisy book button is I think I'm going to make a make an mp3 file Button. An mp3 file of this book that sounds like something different uh, be kind of nice though, because if I wanted to, I could put it um, on uh, my, my uh, Book Sense or Stream, or I could put it on my computer and listen to it with Windows Media Player. I could access it about any old way I want to uh, in audio. Uh, I could save it as a Braille file and put it in a note taker or whatever, but uh, I think I'm just going to
0: make an MP3 file. So let's hit
4: spacebar there.
0: New window. Make an MP3 file of this document. Button. Save to media library. Button. Save to folder. Right to the start. Save to media library. Save to folder. All right. Button. So I'm going to say save to folder. Browse for folder. OK button. Cancel button. Three. David Tanner. Close. OK. We're going to look for six. a folder to put it in. Home group. Libraries, closed. Those libraries. Six. Folder, editable text, cancel button. Folder, editable text, three. Libraries, opened. And I hit my right arrow. Documents, closed. And I'm going to hit my right arrow again. Opened. My documents, and closed. There's my documents. well Opened. And I open my documents. I'm going to hit Enter. Make an MP3 file of this document. Save to folder, button. No other links or form fields. No other links or form fields. And 0%. We hit enter.
4: And it's converting this to an MP3. 29%. Now, this isn't a real long file. Uh, when I when I did the Daisy book that 61%. I did of the DM4 recorder, it took a lot longer. Because it was 175 pages. Done.
0: One item was transferred. Button closed. Document scan, pearl camera getting started. Make an mp3 file. Button.
4: Alright, and so now I've done that. I've made an mp3. And let's go ahead and while we're in this menu. Password protect the stack. Save to this.
0: Save to this. Make a braille file. Button. And let's make a braille file while we're at it. And I still download that. Do you want to save this file or find a program online to open it? Name unknown file type 11.9kb. What's the risk? Link. Find button. Save button. Find button. Alt F. Save button. Save as, file name, edit combo box, Pearl camera getting started BRF. All right. And so now I'm going to sell it, save it as a
4: Braille file, as a BRF file. And I'm still saving from that recognized Perl PDF file. And so let's go, and we're going to put it in my documents
0: too. Save as type, toolbar, save button, cancel button, toolbar, search downloads, explorer pane, organize button, three, David Tenor. closed. All right. Home group, videos, pictures, music, documents, closed. There's documents. It opened, my documents, closed, opened. And I'm going to hit enter there. And 10. folder. Items view, list, my music, All date, right. modify, name, split, file name, save as type. Toolbar. Save button. All yes. spacebar to save it. Document scan. Pearl camera getting started. Make a braille file. Button. And it's done. Uh, Just that quickly. All Add right. to this document. Move this document to another folk Delete document. Browse other documents. Right to the start. www.freedom.com And we're back in the document. And I'm just going to hit the escape. And... scan 5. Manage documents. That's how
4: what you can do with managed documents. And that pretty well rounds out... DocuScan Plus and what you can do with it. It's a really neat software to let you do a lot of different things. The retail list price on that from your local Saratech dealer or directly from Saratech is $299. Now they do have the HoverCam. Uh, which is a digital camera that you can use uh, you can hook up to a USB port and use either in Windows or on the Apple Uh, doesn't require any extra drivers the drivers it needs are already in Windows or in Apple and you could use that I'm just using here uh, a scanner because that's what I have and I do not have the hover cam Uh, but uh, you would find that with the digital camera you might get uh, scanning a little bit quicker because it doesn't have to take all the time to run the camera down the scanner and back and and that time but uh, it will save you a little bit of time I'm not gonna say it's going to be hugely faster but it will be somewhat faster. all right now we have changed Systems. We are still using the same computer, but we're not using Windows now. We're using Snow Leopard uh, for the Mac. And now instead of having Windows up, we are running uh, the latest release of Snow Leopard and the VoiceOver software. And we are in the dock. And if I move around here...
2: Numbers. Left parent 22 of 27 right parent. DokuScan Plus. Left parent and Twenty-three of twenty-seven. Scan right Scan
4: Plus. I'm gonna go ahead and hit enter on that. Finder.
2: Window. Desktop. List View. Table. DokuScan Plus. Window. DokuScan Plus. New document button has keyboard focus. All right, and
4: let's see what else we have here. You are we currently have. on a button. To click this button, press Control Dash Option Dash Space. All right. In DocuScan Plus for Mac. We don't have any built-in speech. It's using VoiceOver speech because they've designed DocuScan Plus to work with VoiceOver uh, on the Mac. And so we don't have to have any built-in speech. It's all going to be done by the VoiceOver built right into the Snow Leopard uh, operating system for the Mac. And so here we are. And we've just come into DocuScan and we're on a button that says scan new document. Let's see what would happen. I'm going to move to the right. Manage documents button. And there's manage documents. Preferences
2: button. Preferences. Help button. Help button. Preferences.
4: Manage document.
2: New document button. Document button.
4: New document is where we want to go because we want to scan a new document. You are currently on a button. To click this button, press Control
2: Option Space.
4: If you are at all familiar with VoiceOver and the Mac, you know that whatever field you're in, or whatever button, or whatever you're on, that VoiceOver will tell you exactly what you need to do. And in this case, it says hold down the Control and the Option keys and hit Spacebar. And so that's what we're going to do here.
2: Now in Window, Scan New Document. Canon Scan light 200 Device Pop-up Button.
4: And when we first go into this menu, the first thing it does is shows us what you are currently we're on the pop-up
2: button to display a list of options, press control-option-space.
4: All right. So, if we wanted to go in and see if there were other devices that we wanted to use, we'd do control option space and go in there, but we're not going to do that. So, let's go to the right
2: simple scan button. Batch scan button, continuous rating scan button, scan a PDF file, scan a PDF file, continuous batch scan, simple scan button.
4: All right, and there's our choices that we saw on the main menu. Uh, You are currently um, on on a button.
2: To click this button, press control dash option dash space.
4: On the uh, Windows version of, of DocScan Plus, and so let's go ahead and let's do a simple scan. We're on that right now. We'll hold down the Control Option and hit Space.
2: Scan first page button.
4: And it puts us on scan first page. And you are currently on the button. Do that.
2: To click this button, press Control Dash Option Dash Space. Press scan first page button.
4: And it will tell us when the document is recognized. We'll get to hear that here soon. And that tells us the document has finished and at this point what we want to do HTML content is we move left one space and move into the you are currently on the HTML content
2: to enter the web area press control dash option dash shift dash down arrow
4: alright so I'm gonna come do control shift option down arrow to go into that area
2: interact with HTML content interact with text word district character D heading level one
4: district digest and now I'm going to have it go ahead and VoiceOver, go ahead and read the entire page to me.
2: Heading Level 1, District Digest. Heading Level 1, 2 items, Modern Facilities and Technology. Modern Facilities and Technology. Heading Level 1, 2 items, Award-Winning Programs. Experienced Caring Staff. Award-Winning Programs. Experienced Caring Staff. Heading Level 1, 2 items, Strong Community Support. Strong Community Support. Heading level 1, 2 items, opportunities for learners of all ages, opportunities for learners of all ages. Heading level 1, 2 items, BURNSVILLE, Egan Savage, BURNSVILLE, Egan Savage, Mono UFL, Somahat Noya. Heading level 1, 952-707-2020. Heading level 1, www.isd191.org. Heading level 1, district property tax levy will stay nearly the same. The Burnsville-Egrin-Savage School District 191 Board of Education intends to keep the school district's portion of local property taxes nearly level for next year. They set the proposed property tax levy, payable in 2011, at just period 38% more than 2010. It's the second consecutive year that the proposed levy has been kept nearly level. The levy for 2010 was just period 06% more than 2009. The effect of the school district's levy will vary for individual property owners depending upon what happens with the valuation of their property. Dash we've done the best we could to propose as minimal an increase as possible," quote said Lisa Ryder, the district's executive director of business services. The local property tax levy, which will raise about $34 million for the 2011-12 school year, represents one-quarter of the district's total revenue. School districts receive most of their revenue from the state of Minnesota on a per-pupil basis. District receives financial reporting award for 21st time for the 21st consecutive year. burnsville eagan savage School District 191 has received an award for financial reporting from the Association of School Business Officials, left-parent ASBO, right per an international. The comprehensive annual financial
4: Okay, so as you can see, it did a very nice job of recognizing that page. Uh, It told us where the different headings were, and then it read a couple of articles for it and we're going to come out of there. Stop interacting with HTML content. Uh out of the document reading section. And let's go back to our menus.
2: Scan next page button.
4: And we have scan next page. Re-scan page button. Re-scan page. Edit page button. Edit page. I could go in and edit the document. Save button. And I can save. Save button. All right, let's go to save.
2: You are currently on a button. To click this button, press control dash option dash space. Alright, hold down the control and option in his spacebar. Press, set, now in window, save document, name of document, edit text.
4: Okay,
2: we'll say... You are currently on a text B. U-R-N-S-V-I-L-L-E space. Burnsville School. S-C-H-O-O-L space. T A X E S. And let's... Save, default button. Save, default button. And...
4: We the only thing we have here is a save button. You are currently now, on a button. let me explain to you why. Because when we were in Windows, we did have a choice to save to the computer. The reason being, we in Windows can actually scan offline. We don't have to be online. So far to this point, if you're using DocuScan on an Apple, you have to be connected to the internet and you have to save first to the web page to your to your account on the web and then you can go back and manage documents and you can turn around and save computer but you do have to save first to the web so we're going to go ahead and do that new document button and now I put us back on new doc
2: all you right. are currently on a button to click this button press control dash option dash space
4: okay we're not going to go through and demonstrate all of the different features with DocuScan on the Mac because they basically operate all the same uh, as they did in Windows but I did want you to see how nice it works on the Mac Uh, this is I think the first really nicely designed accessible totally accessible uh, scanning option that we have with VoiceOver on the Mac and it looks to be a very nice one and the fact that you buy DocuScan one time And you have the ability to use it both in the Mac and on Windows, makes it extra special. And the ability also to uh, be able to go on somebody else's computer that happens to have a scanner uh, and be able to just log on to DocuScanPlus.com and log in and be able to scan uh, to the web and save documents. So you could do that on any computer that had a scanner or, or say, a Hovercam uh, digital camera. Or you could, uh, even if you didn't have a scanner and you need, had a PDF, you needed to get recognized. You could do that just by logging on to your account on DocScan Plus and uh, recognizing the PDF and then be able to save it in any of the formats that we would looked at. That will conclude this uh, review totally here of DocuScan Plus. Thanks for listening, and have a great week. Main
1: Menu. Main Menu. Main Menu.
3: Hello, Main Menu. This is Chase Crispin, and today I'm interviewing someone who is very familiar to and very popular with the Main Menu listeners, and that is Ricky Inger from Saratech. Ricky, welcome back to Main Menu and thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be on Main Menu and uh, it's certainly going to be cool to be interviewed by you for the first time.
3: Well, thank you for letting me interview you. Today we're going to be talking about Saratech applications and specifically the two applications at this time that have gone cross-platform, and that is DocuScan Plus and the iBlink radio app. Ricky, can you just give us an overview, even though the main menu listeners have heard about both of these before, of just what DocuScan Plus and iBlink Radio are?
1: Certainly. Um, I will start with DocuScan Plus, and as the name sort of implies, uh, this is a an OCR application that allows you to take your printed materials and use either a document camera or a traditional flatbed scanner to, uh, to scan your material and turn that into text. You can also open and scan PDFs with DocuScan Plus, and there are all sorts of lovely formats that you can convert your material into, such as DAISY and MP3, RTF, and those sorts of things. The sort of unique thing about DocuScan Plus is that unlike traditional solutions where you save all of your material on a hard drive, and you can only access that material from the hard drive that you've saved it to, or you copy it to an SD card or whatever if you want some portability. With DocuScan Plus, this material actually gets stored in the cloud, so you can access things that you've previously scanned from anywhere, not just your main computer. As for iBlink Radio, we all like to be entertained whether we're at home or on the road or maybe hooked up to a nice iPod dock and want to blast some tunes. So iBlink Radio is both on the iOS and Android platforms, and it's a collection of content that is made by and for the blind community. So you have collections of things like radio stations owned and operated by the blind. You can get some good tunes there. There is also a podcast directory, which includes things like main menu and the Sarah Talk podcast. And then you have radio reading services. So for each state, they generally have services which will read things like Time Magazine, articles from various local newspapers, and that sort of thing. And you can access all of those from iBlink Radio.
3: It's worth mentioning that DocuScan Plus, if we can go back to that, was originally released just for Windows and then about CSUN time Ceratech announced that it would be available for the Mac. Yes, we released
1: it for Windows back in November of 2010 and it's kind of interesting because many Saratech staff members have both Windows and Mac machines and it's not just us who have followed that trend. Many, many people have either switched full-time to the Mac or like us, have both operating systems and want to be able to have the same functionality in both places. So we had a DocuScan Plus for Mac beta where we sort of crowdsourced this and said to the community, hey, for those of you that have DocuScan Plus, let's kind of hammer on the Mac beta and make sure that it looks like an app which feels native to the Mac and has all of the same functionality as that for Windows. And so we were pretty excited about the release of DocuScan Plus because there aren't really a lot of accessible options for OCR on the Mac. So it was good to be able to provide that. And we were also happy to see people who would scan something on Windows at work and then go home and be able to view that same material on their Mac using uh, an app which is native to the Mac. For DocuScan Plus, you pay one time. So you purchase a license for DocuScan Plus and that allows you to run DocuScan Plus on both Mac and Windows. So you don't have to buy it twice.
3: And that's very nice. That and then that you can scan something in Windows and then access it later on the Mac or vice versa allows it to really be a nice interface.
1: Absolutely. I feel like we're living in very interesting times technology-wise. When I was growing up, back in my day, so to speak, there was a single platform. You had DOS and later on you had Windows, and nobody was really using anything else. I mean, there was certainly Linux and uh, there were Macs, which were not accessible at the time but the idea was that you had one platform and you stuck to it and not only was some people felt like there wasn't any reason to go to another platform but beyond that the accessibility to other platforms like the Mac just wasn't there at the time. Now as people who are your age, Chase, are using technology the idea of having a single computer that has all of your information and does everything that you want that's not really the way it works anymore. People who are your age are sort of used to the idea of having more than one device, more than one platform, and you want to have all that information that you've created be available on any platform that you happen to be on at any given time.
3: Now are there any differences in the user interface from the DocuScan version for Windows and Mac or is the interface pretty much the same?
1: The differences are there aren't any differences in functionality. The interface looks a bit different on each platform just to account for the way things sort of feel natively on a particular platform. In Windows you might expect to see something very Ceratec or SamNet like where you have an application which essentially has links to different menu options and that feels very native to Windows and when you go to the Mac you expect to be able to navigate with voiceover keys through various options and when you open something it actually will open a window with those options and you can then close that window but still have the DocuScan Plus main window open but beyond the differences in terms of navigating on Mac and Windows there's really again no difference in in functionality between the two products
3: so they all have the same features and there's nothing one or the other is missing
1: there is one thing that the Mac does not have that Windows does. And that is, on Windows, you either have the option of doing your OCR in the cloud, so on a server on the internet somewhere, or on your local machine where the OCR engine has been downloaded to the computer. On the Mac, there isn't a native OCR engine there which corresponds to the same one that we're using on Windows so you do have only the option of having everything recognized in the cloud. Now that can be a drawback if you are not connected to the internet but luckily that rarely happens. People generally have internet access whether they're at home on their wireless network or hooked up through ethernet or even at school, in a lab, there's usually some internet access, so it doesn't pose much of a problem.
3: Right. Now, I've heard a lot of rumors, especially now that the conventions are coming around, that DocuScan Plus may be going to mobile platforms. And I know since you're not releasing anything right now, you're not going to be able to say too much, but can you tell us anything about maybe DocuScan going to iOS or Android or any other platforms? What I
1: can say is that For iOS, given the current hardware, we have found it very difficult to create something that we would be happy to put our names on. Now, certainly we could release something that would work if you held your head just the right way and it was a full moon and that kind of thing, but we really didn't want to do that, and given the current hardware with the iPhone and the limitations that are placed on developers by Apple in terms of just how much low-level access you can get to the camera we're holding off on anything for iOS. Now having said all that the Android platform gives access to in many cases hardware that has better camera support than that which you find on iOS. So at this point I don't have a Lot to say about either except that uh, you guys will have to wait and see.
3: But there is a small possibility that we could see something, or
1: the possibility certainly exists. Yes,
3: okay. now if we could move on to the iBlink radio app, this was originally exclusively for iOS, but now that Android is becoming more popular, Sarah Tech just released within the last few weeks iBlink radio for Android.
1: Yes, we didn't really look very closely at the Android platform before a few months ago. Now we have a tech chat on Thursday nights called the Serotalk Tech Chat and we've done a couple of chats that were exclusively dedicated to examining the accessibility of the Android operating system. And We brought in users who had jumped on that platform and were using it on a daily basis and the interesting thing was that with our first chat, it was kind of doom and gloom. People were using Android, but were very disappointed in the response from Google in terms of what we could expect moving forward for accessibility on that platform. And just three months later, things had changed significantly Google themselves had made some improvements to TalkBack. There were more accessible apps. Uh, there was, of course, the Spiel screen reader, which is uh, an open source Android screen reader. And Code Factory just recently released mobile accessibility. So a lot of changes happened to Android, making it a much more viable platform. And when that happened, we said, hey, we... We want to be a part of this. A lot of blind people are being sort of pioneers in terms of getting onto the Android platform. No, the accessibility isn't perfect yet, but Android is not something that we can ignore. We want people to have choice. We want people to say, I can buy a phone other than an iOS device if I want to, and I can have functionality like iBlink Radio on that phone. So again, we wanted to pay attention to Android because it's going places. It's gaining traction both in the mainstream and in the blindness community. So it just made sense to say, hey, we should have our app there.
3: Now, there are some differences in the iBlink Radio app for Android and iOS. Can you kind of talk about these differences?
1: Some of the differences are actually quite nice for the Android folks, and they have to do with the fact that. Uh, some Android phones do have keyboards and they aren't exclusively touchscreen devices so you can do things like first letter navigation as you're moving through your feed so you don't necessarily have to scroll down through this huge list of radio stations just to, uh, to find the one that you're looking for. The other differences can kind of come about because of the difference in android version so android unlike ios is a bit fragmented some people can be using 2.1 some can be using 2.2 and 2.3 etc and that's generally determined by your your carrier your phone carrier and so some things may not work as well on 2.1 as they do on 2.2 or 2.3 etc so you can't control the experience as much as you can with an iOS device simply because there's so many handsets to take into consideration but in general if you have an Android device you're going to be able to do all of the same stuff that you could with an iOS device and even do things like first letter navigation, so you'll be faster with your iBlink than your your iOS friends.
3: And there are also some low vision differences, correct?
1: You can do magnification and things like that with iBlink on Android, whereas with iOS it's displayed in whatever font you have things set as, whether you've got white on black and et cetera, et cetera, but Yeah, with Android, it's a little easier to zoom in on what you're looking at.
3: Is there anything you can tell us as far as maybe the iBlink Radio app being expanded or another mobile app being released for something like a mobile SamNet browser so us SamNet users can actually access the SA mobile network on our iOS or Android devices?
1: That's definitely something that we want to do, and it all goes back to this cross-platform accessibility anywhere philosophy, where it shouldn't matter what device you're using. If you've paid for a service, you should certainly be able to access that service on whatever device you have at any given time. So, SamNet is the example that you used and that is something that we do want to do for both iOS and Android. Now, I can't give any release dates or anything like that, but just to say that it is on the table.
3: Wow, that's very good. Since you've kind of highlighted um, what other Saratech things like SAMNet might do to expand on to other platforms, I would just like to ask you personally, for so long, blind and visually impaired people were tied to one operating system, which was mainly Windows, and all the assistive technology was on Windows now that Saratech and other applications that blind people are using are going cross-platform, how do you see that affecting us and just technology in general as this continues?
1: I think it is absolutely a good thing. It's, It's really exciting to watch this sort of thing. For example, Sendero is saying, oh look, people are using mobile devices like their iOS or Android phones. People don't necessarily always want to carry around a specialized GPS device so let's take these mainstream devices that are affordable for most people and let's do something to enhance the experience on those devices so they've built something that is very useful to the blind But in the case of Sendero, it can be useful for a sighted person as well because it's look around. You're looking around to see where you are, what the nearest five points of interest are, and so on. And those are things that that can be beneficial to everybody. As far as where I see things going, I think it's very liberating to watch as blind people become more and more educated about what's out there and more and more comfortable with not sticking to a single device. There's a lot of freedom in being able to pick up whichever device you want to carry with you and know that you're going to have a lot of functionality on that device rather than saying, well, you know, I've got my giant desktop at home that I've had for five years and when I leave the house, I really don't have access to anything. So, I like seeing other companies embrace the philosophy and understand that we don't live in a world that's centralized to one device anymore. We live in a world, both the mainstream population and the, the blindness population, because why should there be any differences between the two? Everybody wants to be able to have access to their information wherever they go. So. I hope to see more and more companies embrace that philosophy as well.
3: Right, and what it just kind of all boils down to is we are getting choices. No matter yes. what, if it's computers or cell phones or whatever you want to get, blind people almost have as many choices as sighted people now. It's not, oh I have to use this type of device. We can go into a store and say, what do I want? Not, what can I use?
1: That's right, and again it's, it's incredibly exciting to to have watched that happen even just within the past five years to see things go from wow how disappointing my sister just got an iPod and she loves it but here I am with my old clunky tape recorder or something like that because uh, this cool new device isn't accessible and and now these things are becoming accessible because companies understand that blind people are a market and blind people themselves are standing up and saying hey you know there really is no reason why I shouldn't have access to this let me advocate for myself
3: right and I think that's gonna end up helping everybody you got it well Ricky thank you very much for coming on to main menu today it's been great to talk to you and we look forward to hearing from you on main menu again in the future about more Sarah tech products
1: I'll come back anytime you ask me. Thanks a lot.
0: That concludes this edition
2: of Main Menu. We trust you've enjoyed the program. On behalf of the entire Main Menu team, I'm Jamie Pauls wishing you and yours a great week.